VIP Access. VIP Access. My people, it's another week with another great artist here in Kampala, Uganda. This is Avers. How are you, my dear? I'm okay. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for inviting me to your home and your office. I really love this artwork, and when I look at it, it envisions a king. Okay, so Avers um, is a really cool artist from Uganda, and I would actually um, say that you're quite versatile. I think I knew about Avers, but until I heard you in the song with Avril, I, there was a way you were rapping in the song, delivering. Ring, and I, di- I had not seen that part of Apus, and I even wished I would hear you do more of that. What is that you are doing that song? But it, it came out differently. Uh, it, it, it comes down to the sound. Like Avril came up with a song that felt like that. And whenever I listen to a song, it takes me somewhere. I'm not really a kind of artist who wants to sing the same way because I, I am this dancehall artist too. I'm, the, I'm just a musician. And I feel like um, art is limitless. It's limitless. If you put me, like, I'm like water. If you put me in a cup, I'm the cup. If you put me in a pot, I'm the pot. So just like Bruce Lee said, and uh, I feel like it makes sense for me to be on a project and actually be the project, not try to be something different. Like if I'm on this kind of beat, I want to be that kind of artist on that kind of beat. So that's why you find that kind of sound. You don't find it by mistake, but it's by design that that's how I envision the music and when I'm making music that's how I want to see things work yeah super cool and based on your answer I I feel like it would be interesting to see you on more collaborations because we probably will just see a different apers depending on the vibe of the artist and the song tell me about any more collabs that you're planning maybe Uh, collabs are kind of many nowadays I'm I'm actually trying to empower the younger artists I have a song with uh, Dr. Brain very good songwriter very good uh, artist as well I have another one with a Viper ranking. It just dropped, I guess, last week. I have other projects. I am working on a couple of projects with Saint Nelly said. I'm working with Waves from the UK. It's a group. And uh, so many more projects. I'm, I'm, I'm not seated around to enjoy music with just myself. You know, that's, lyri- that's like lyrical masturbation. Uh, but um, we're trying as much as possible <laughs> to make sure that um, we're working with other people. It's like teamwork makes the dream work. So why not work with other people if possible? You know, we have a project we're actually trying to work on with a couple of uh, Randy's artists. Yes, two, like on one project with APAS. Then we have others that are singles as well. Some projects that will be done in Kenya. We're looking at a couple of projects that have been done in Tanzania with a couple of artists already. So I feel like we're somewhere. I may not tell you the guys, but we've already done stuff. I've done my part. I'm waiting for them because usually I start, I start whatever we're trying to work on and probably they build up on that. So we're waiting and we're working. We're not resting. Okay. I think, um, I mean, that's dope. And I think in the past couple of um, months, you've had, I would say, some important releases that I feel were really good for the uh, for the brand and showed us a different side of APAS. <laughs> One of the songs is uh, Guliwano. I love the song. I love it so much. And I think there's some moments when you love a song and then when you see the video, yeah. it even makes you love the song more. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of a video that made me love a song more. Yeah. So um, tell me about your outfit. It's fitting so nicely <laughs> in the yeah. video. 
video. <laughs> and it's just a fun video. Yeah, the, the whole project actually had uh, a couple of um, outfits. If you saw, like, um, the, the whole idea was uh, to have, like, a Chinese feel. Yes, like it's the martial arts feel. Yes, the martial arts feel. We had, like, that outfit that had red and yellow, the whole mm -hmm. overall kind of outfit. I was done by a young man here in Uganda. Nice. And even the other outfits were done by a Ugandan as well. So I had, like, designers here actually designed the outfits for the video, for the sets that we are actually going to work on. And um, it just felt good. Like, we went there. I just wanted that video to be fun. I didn't want a storyline whereby, like, we're having so much going on. I wanted it to be chroma. So we actually did, like, on a white screen, like, on, on screen. So, so that we get something different. We get some different feel. I really didn't want the normal thing whereby you have, like, a long story. So and so is doing this. Then they go here. My love is here. I just wanted it to be fun. Ladies shaking, me dancing, Sessa Bat dancing. That was fun. The whole video was fun. And and the song is fun as well because it has lyrical jokes. But I, you know, I, we know we don't get it and I don't get it because I don't understand, but I still love the song so much. And it's, what, what is it about? Let me tell you. Okay, Guliwano says, You touched the wrong part, so just touch here. And don't let me go. Just hold here. You know? Like where you wrote, it did not really come out well. So change the pen and see the difference. You know? Change the pen. Use me because I'm the one. So I'm saying Guliwano, which says it's here. Your love is actually here. So I'm just telling this girl, your love is here. Stop playing around with all these boys and come and enjoy. I'm fun. So basically, that's what the song is talking about. So it's, it's a love song. And um, it's fun. The whole song is fun. If you really understand the whole song, it, 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 it even becomes more better. VIP Access with Aniko on Africa Loud. So there's another song of yours which is actually doing really great in Kenya. Di da da. Yeah. You di da da da. Di di da da da. Yeah, it's also a love song actually. But still fun as well. It's not really still. Uh, it's like Guli Wano but done different. Like it's fun. Why do I have a feeling that even Ugandans are yet to see APAS in a different light. I just feel like with the type of songs I've heard and the videos I've seen from you in the recent past, you're, you should be, I think, bigger than you are and more celebrated. And when I was looking at the video of Guliwano, I was like, I think we should be at half a million views. Yes. But I think we're about 200,000, which is not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but uh, Ugandans are accustomed to bad music. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> so when you have like cool stuff, they kind of feel like you're showing off or something which is weird like i find it weird it's just enviousness the enviousness is even in the people themselves i see so many people even on my social media who say oh you're, you're not all that good but who could you compare me to in uganda who who really even the artists know this they know they meet me and they tell me it's a fact you go ask a million who APAS is. You go ask Bebe Cool. Go ask Bobby Wine. I, just, I would want you to actually know what they would say because they would have to speak out. If you ask them, what do you think about that guy? Some may try to say, oh, he's a funny dude, but they know the music is on a different level and so do their fans. They know. But the problem is that sometimes when you do things that are a little not um, 
not the type of things people consume. They try to feel like you're an alien. And this happens a lot in Uganda, but at the same time, there are so many people who like my vibe. They just pretend. It's pretense. So keep pretending, but I know you like it. So I feel like people don't watch me, but they watch me. You know how people like your picture, but they don't like it? But they like it. They know they like it. They saw it. So that's it. And on the views part of it, Uganda's internet is not really that good. It's expensive in one way or another. And there are so many other things that here, OTT and whatever, which we stood for because we felt like it's too much. So some people are not really on the internet. So I wouldn't blame just the fans. I think if they feel like my song should be in 200 views and not 1 million, it's fine. I do not work for views. I've never worked for that. I do this music because I care. I would gladly say this whole year I've done one show, actually, like out out there. One. But I'm good. I live good. I eat good. Everything is good. So when you think about it, if someone if someone ever said, oh, like, hey, pass, this is not that, like this, oh, you're not doing that, that's up to you to say. We do what we have to do. You say what you have to say, you know, because in the end, I'll have to live my life, whether you like me or you don't like me, whether you've listened to my music or you don't. We have to focus on the people who like. And there are so many people who vibe with the song. So if there are 200,000, we're good with that. If there are 100,000, we're good with that. If there are 10 or 10,000, if we own a show, we still sing. The way we would sing, whether it's 10 people or it's 10,000 people, because when you think about it, those are the people who care. So I'm all I'm all in for the people who care, you know, because I've seen conversations where people say, oh, if an artist comes to Uganda, people are always thinking about me to work with that person, Mm -hmm. not any other artist. So why should they pick me and don't pick other people? And yet when they listen to my music, they say probably it's not good enough or they don't pay too much attention. They pay attention. They think I'm too good for them. So it's a problem for them, not for me. So I'm good. I'll keep doing what I do and they'll keep doing what they do. I love that. I love that attitude. I really love it that it doesn't matter how many people proclaim their love for me. I love me. I love my work. And I'll continue doing my work to the best of my personal satisfaction. I love that. You said you only had one show this year. This whole year, one show. What? Are they not calling you or what's happening? Yeah, that happens a lot for, for me as well. I'll give you insight. I usually don't tell them what I go through. Genuinely... Looking at my kind of music and how I do stuff, I've seen so much resistances out there. You'll find certain managers of artists or certain artists pay money to radios not to play your music or to DJs. That's the level of bad mind. Like people are ready to make sure that they make it very hard for you because they know you're doing something good. So they will try to make sure that they sabotage everything. So someone would someone would pay a radio station not to play APAS yeah, music? Pay guys that he knows that are on a radio, that are influential, not to play your works. This happens. They pay DJs. Second thing, they'll spread rumors around, like in people who are inf- influential that maybe book shows, and they're like, that guy charges 20 million Ugandan money, which has just this. So they, they make sure that the prices are actually up there, up in the roof, so that that person feels like, ah, oh, I don't need to contact that guy. That guy is so expensive, you know? So they make it difficult for you, but at the end of the day, it's okay. We still say it's okay, because whenever you try to stop my food in one angle, I go in another one. My music sells online. I get money. I get endorsements. I work for companies. They like me. Why don't they use other artists? They find it cool to work with APA. So why not? 
Last year I was working with Uber, I was working with Club, I'm working with Jumia, you know. It's still good money, we still make the money that we, we would have made on shows, you know. So we're always looking for another angle. If you try to stop my food in that angle, we'll go in another angle. You know, God, we came to do this music because we care. We didn't just come to make shows. So in the end, if, if you stop the shows, we're going to find another way. And we're actually even singing in schools because that's the audience. So funny enough, you find people say, oh, you're no longer singing on big shows. Now you're singing in schools. Do you know that schools pay me more than big shows? <laughs> those kids really love me. And they want a pass. I don't even post most of them when I go there. <laughs> I go to universities and speak. This, this is VIP access. VIP access. No, but that's amazing that they're paying you. I would think like they don't actually pay you to or somebody to perform at schools because they will always be like, come and talk to these kids. They look up to you. I did not actually know that they would they be paid. even pay me to come and talk. Most schools pay me to come and talk actually more than even to go and sing. Though I have to sing, you know, and give them a vibe. But I'm paid to talk. I'm paid even to go to universities. It's just because I may not say too much about what I do all the time. Like, oh, you know what? I go and do this. I go and do that. How would I live the life I live? How would I keep up if I'm not actually working and I'm not doing stuff? So I'm doing stuff. It's just not the usual, but it's still working for me. And uh, it's different. So it's people cannot fight what they can't see. So with this that they can't see, they cannot control. You cannot go to a school and tell a director of a school who likes how I speak, who likes how I reason, that I'm not supposed to come to that school and talk to his kids and is ready to pay 1,000 US dollars for me to just come and talk. Yes. Now for you, you're going for a show and you're paid 1.5 million, which is good. You go and jump around, but you're not educating anyone. And even your music probably is talking crap. Mm. It's talking about yourself, how, how your, your head is harder than a spoon <laughs> or you're harder than a rock. You get me? And this is the kind of music people have. So personally, I feel like there's more to educate than actually just sing because singing is one thing I can do but even with the music I try to use it to communicate something that is even deep some of my songs are really teaching songs Mariana is about AIDS you know it's one of those big songs even in Tanzania and yet it's a typical Uganda song, you know, but it's talking about AIDS. Why don't we talk about real issues? The music is very, 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 very um, disposable nowadays. Looking at the industry, I feel like we're going backwards. We don't even see it because people look at what's cool. People don't listen to what they like. People listen to what is promoted to them. Whatever they hear so many times starts feeling good. Even if a song is so bad, the more you listen to it, you start saying, it's actually really good. When there's no art around it, no nothing. It's just crap. But um, that's the industry we're in. How I wish people would look at music and forgot beats. Just don't look at a beat and actually listen to the lyrics. That's why we put out lyric videos. I want people to actually read and say, he makes sense here. How many people put out lyrics videos here? They can't because the lyrics is shit. 
excuse my French. Actually, my next question was going to be about your songwriting. And I wanted you to break it down for me a bit. Because based on the songs I've heard of APAS and I loved, I had a feeling and I knew that you're a great songwriter and it's something that you, you, you're you good at and something that you can actually say I'm a songwriter because not all the artists are writing songs for themselves. Tell me about that. Have you explored like writing songs from for other artists? I've written for Carl Wolf. I've written for a couple of artists in the UK. I've written for a couple of artists in America. And some of them I don't break names. I won't say because the music is not out. Mm. Yes, it may not come out. Let's say he said this. <laughs> so I've written for so many in Uganda. I've written for Bebe Cool. I've written for Cindy. Cindy, I wrote her hook back then. Um, I've written for Jackie. I've written for Lillian. I've written for Michael Ross. I've written for so many artists. Some artists have like written a couple of things for so many artists. Top artists in Uganda. VIP access. With Aniko and Af. VIP access. VIP access. Songwriting is my thing. I read a lot. I have so much vast knowledge about so many things. So when I dive into writing a song, it's so easy. And I have so many places I would get information to actually put it in a song. There's so much. There's so much. So reading is part of my writing. Fantastic. I want to ask um, about the songwriting is it lucrative like if you decided this whole year I'm not taking any endorsement and I'm not performing would you actually make money from songwriting or is it something that needs to, needs to be done more so you can you know songwriters can make more money from yes, it I do it for example if let's say Juliana wants a song I've actually written for her on her album as well um, and she gives me 6 million UG it's close to 1,800 US dollars and I write the project you know give her the song she like it she 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 puts it out it works for her and i'm getting paid that i do but there are other things as well people have documentaries they reach out to me they want did that day in a documentary five thousand us dollars i get in money i give you the song i give you rights to use it for that particular project and i'm moving on you may not know that i've done that but i'm doing it so i think there are so many things to do around the music than actually just do one thing some songs they actually write them for movies pitch them to hollywood because if you really want stuff to work then you have to put in the 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 groundwork you're not going to sit around and say i write music and no one is taking it yeah people have to take it or you have to pitch it to them and see if they probably like a project then probably they bounce on it or if they're ready to pay for it they pay for it that is how it works about the past couple of months or maybe one year or even two years when you look at a the brand i think there's a lot of growth even i would say there's a lot of growth um, in Kenya, you know, there's a time when I was not seeing or hearing of APAS, but um, now I, I know of APAS. I listen a lot, even in the clubs, your music is playing. So tell me about the, the growth you have experienced the past couple of years and what you project is coming in the next couple of months also. So far, I don't have a projector to project, but um, <laughs> when, when it comes to what I envision is uh, largeness of the brand, not just me, you know, because I, I train music. Yeah. Me, I'm just like a, a vessel. And I would really want to take Uganda music somewhere else. That's my vision. And I've seen that people have vibed. With Kenya, I think Kenya started more like vibing with my music. Off to Likubigede. Gamululu was that song. It played a lot. They, they played it so much. So from there, like more people were getting to really know like my kind of sound like in East Africa 
Rwanda, Burundi, and all these other places. And um, the energy has always been good, you know. I cannot say I need more or whatever, but whatever comes, comes, because we cannot gauge and know how, how much we'll get from whatever we're doing. But we just have to do it because we love it. And if people take us further, well and good, because we are doing very good so that we get there. The plan is actually to be about it, then people take us there. Because at one stage, I wanted to be great. I'm now great. I want to be greater than this because greatness has no limits. So I feel like since I envision greatness, if I put hard work to greatness, then to, to, the, to the idea of wanting to be great, they'll come close and meet. So hard work and the idea of wanting to be great, when they meet, then I'm, I'm great. So I'm putting in hard work every day. I'm in studio. I don't chill around. I made sure a studio is in my house just to make sure I'm always working. There's no, I don't give myself breaks. I don't do, do you produce yourself? I do that as well. So it's not just even making the music we produce, nice. you know. We direct, we know what we want, we know what kind of sound we want, and um, we just do it. If I feel like I want to take music to that direction, I take it. I don't care about what sound is working for Ugandans. I don't care about that, which song is working, whatever, who is running the place. We don't care about that. We want to bring something new, we want to bring a new sound. You know, if we feel like we want to dive into hip hop, we do it, but we do it different. If we want to dive into Zook, we do it different. You won't hear my song and feel like I sound like another guy somewhere. No, we don't have that kind of time. Time is to invent. What is APAS if APAS is not bringing anything that is APAS? And APAS is jacking people's styles to make APAS. It doesn't make sense. So we're trying to create something unique. And if that something unique gets to the right ears, that something unique will take us somewhere. VIP Access, VIP access. on Africa Loud. Do you think you have an alter ego? I have a split personality, I would say. Not like an alter ego. But uh, split personality. I'm a demon and an angel. So we have like a balance. So this side we have a crazy A pass and that side we have like a, a very serious A pass. You get what me I say? Okay. I like a little bit of both, so I accept you the way you are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Apas, for inviting me to your home, to your office. And I love your music. I've been jamming to it um, for quite a while. And I think from here onwards, the brand and the music is just going to reach more people and go further. And I wish you the best. Please come to Kenya. Come to, let's go to East Africa. I will do your media runs, and we'll go preaching these wonderful messages of power. <laughs> Thank you. Anything you want to tell your fans? Um, all my people in Kenya and all over Africa and the world, much love and respect. Them call me a pass. Okay, guys, thank you so much. That's um, what we had for you today. Make sure you subscribe to my channel, VIP Access with Aniko. Bye bye. VIP Access, VIP Access. with Aniko on Africa Live.